this story begins with a half-island entity. A post on Reddit that got me hooked into an experience this person had in a dense forest in Sweden. I would suggest you read it first before you listen to this episode. I reached out to Noah, the person who posted the message, to talk about his sensitivities and his experiences in the half-island. Personally, I am enlightened with the similarities and the differences that people experience in the liminal spaces we all seem to chance upon. Stories of growing up with a sensitivity, oppressive entities, and experiences that mirror some of the stories we've heard from our side of the world. Enjoy. Um, Noah, so uh, I saw your post on Reddit and uh, of yeah. course <laughs> uh, I was interested with all the things you were saying and uh, we're trying to uh, connect. We're trying to connect the different experiences of people around the world and we're trying to see the similarities, of course. And uh, I think you have a lot more <laughs> stories to tell us uh, with regards to growing up with disability and the things you've been seeing in, in your yeah. area. So when did it start for you? What age did you start seeing or experiencing stuff? Well, apparently it's uh, been going on ever since I was really young. Um, oftentimes uh, kids and things like that are really more susceptible to the the other worlds than when we get older then we start blocking things out yeah some people don't evidently with me but uh no uh, ever since i was like what three four you know my mother would tell me things about when we used to go to this castle i can't remember where it was but it's up in northern sweden near stockholm mm -hmm. and um it's, it's a touristy place and i remember going there well I, I don't really remember much but i do remember being there and my mother told me uh, now later years that uh, I said that there were people standing there where, where they weren't and that you know I saw children playing and I really wanted to go play with them but there was no children there in sight mm -hmm. so either I was really sarcastic or I actually saw something that day <laughs> no but it's I, I've been having experiences all my life and for most of my teenage years I've been trying to block it out or trying to explain it with science yes I think it was just a natural thing, you know, you just question your surroundings and what you believed in for most of your life. But even as I said on my post on Reddit, that there's things science can't even explain. Yeah. If you don't mind, what have you been seeing that you've... Because, again, this is a common thing with the people we've been talking to, and they say the same thing. One of our more uh, frequent guests, one of his stories was, he would put on his... Because he would hear... He would see them and hear them, and they would acknowledge that he's seeing them. They they would acknowledge he's seeing them. So they would talk to him, whatever these entities are, they, from human spirits to other entities, and they would talk to him. And for him, so he wanted to dr to drown them out. So he would go to noisy places. He would wear earphones all the time. So for you, uh, what were you seeing that you were trying to ignore and all that? Well, I'm thankfully. For me, at least, I haven't seen much. I've, okay. I'm more of a um. I think I can't remember. If, I think it, I don't think it's Claire Sentinel mm -hmm. where you where you feel things and you feel presences. Of course, I've also been I've seen things as well, but um, most of the times it's uh, 
what we call, you know, shadow people. Yes. You, you see them in a the corner of your eyes in your home. Yes. And I've been seeing them quite frequently now for days. And I don't, I don't really know why the sightings have increased, but in ye- recent years at least. Mm-hmm. But um, no, most of it's just energies from other people, I feel, or presence in houses. Mm-hmm. But very few instances have I met something that isn't of human origin, if you know what I mean. Yes. They have happened a lot. Uh, my theory and uh, some, some psychics, um, some agree with it, but not all. My theory with shadow people is uh, if you haven't developed your sight, your I'm not sure what clear that is, but if you haven't developed your sight, most of the time they appear to you as shadows because again they have not you have not uh, formed that part of your um, awareness to visualize them. So it mostly they're just shadows and their their shapes of humanoid shapes and. Uh, can I ask? I just want to check because uh, an exorcist we talked to early this year, he said at the start of this year, 2021, uh, people have been experiencing way more uh, uh, interaction with with things like that, like <laughs> the things you do not see, the, the spirits or whatever they are. Did yeah. it start for you? Did it start getting active this year for you, or was it way earlier? Um, well, I have noticed an increase in um, the way you know my other um, medium friends and, mm-hmm. and my uh, my family. Um, yeah, there has been a what well, I've noticed at least. There has been an increase in activity from the other world. I you know there's been. Just the other day, um, I had a friend tell me about um, an experience she had where she um, she walked into a kitchen and, you know, she, she heard something smashed or something like that. And she comes into the, um, uh, her kitchen and she sees a, a knife being on the floor pointed to, towards the door. Now, the knives are usually locked in some drawers, so she doesn't know how it got there. But that's just one, one example of... Um, Sorry, I, I go off track sometimes. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. We we, we go to off tangents all the time. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. No, but I have noticed that an increase in... Um, well, for me at least, I I usually don't tend to experience a lot because I'm quite reserved and quite closed off. I've learned myself to... Um, through meditation and things like that, to um, kind of block out the radio static that is what it's like sometimes experienced in the world my as a, my personal theory to why things are happening is because there's a lot of change going on right now especially you know with the yes pandemic. yes yeah. also wow you know there's a lot of change i feel like also that the change to um the climate as well has a lot of impact on the natural world and the natural and the supernatural world um, there's a lot of balances being thrown off and there's a lot of energies high uh, in um, just there's a lot of peak of activity now from what I've noticed at least with regards to more things happening this year have you been reading up on the supposed again I am personally I do not have any clear uh, abilities I'm just an um, observer and I like to piece things together but have you uh, have you heard of the ascension of Earth this year? 
dissension. Yeah. No, that I have not heard of, no. So the at the start of this year, um, Earth, it, it, it's quite a concept to, to, again, to accept or to understand. Earth as an entity is ascending to a different density. That's the, do, These are their terms. Personally, I do not understand actually, but these are the terms they use. So mm-hmm. Earth is ascending to a, a higher density, to the fourth density. And um, psychics like you and the other people I've been talking to uh, they have been experiencing different things in the past months because mm-hmm. um, your body is adjusting to to the to the, the that ascension. So yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, I'll ask this uh, bluntly, but have you been experiencing anything the past three weeks? Have you been going through? I mean, some sort of is it a depression or a weird feeling? Mm. Well. Well, besides from, you know, the casual, you know, shadow person appearing sometimes, I have been, I have been feeling increased because what I, I, I do feel a lot coming from other people, other people's energies, I feel very uh, strongly. That's where mm-hmm. I usually um, have my expertise in. Um, no, I do, I do, uh, the past three weeks, yeah, I have. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's a good example? Um I recently went to a friend's house I haven't visited for ages and I remember going into a house and I felt a very strong uh just a very bad energy something very looming and dark and I had well I had to leave I made some excuse saying I was tired or whatever but um that's the strongest I think I've had within the three weeks and that was about two weeks ago I think but relatively to now no I think it's, it's been quite calm Yes. from my experience at least mm-hmm. when you said that you have experienced things that uh, I mean when you feel things that aren't human uh, what is is that similar to the thing that you experienced in the, the half island you were talking about on Reddit oh yeah the half island yeah uh, that place has um, it's uh, well it's an in, it's an interesting place because it's because there's apparent there's, there's been a history there. There's a lot that's happened there. And it's not just me who's also been having experiences there. It's also been my brother and my mother and um, people in my family. I think the most, well, the most two extreme cases um, I've ever experienced was at the half island, but also the house we used to live out there. The, um, the, the half island entity as, well, since I, I had a very negative experience with it, and so did my brother but my mother hasn't had she's also experienced it uh but not to the extreme um not to extreme as i have um, so she's encountered that same entity in that area yeah uh, we we had a talk about it actually uh i sat down and had a talk with her um about a week ago i think just because i wanted to ask her about these things as well and what she's uh, experienced and she did tell me uh, that she went to that part of the forest and she felt a very strong presence, but it let her pass, she said, because she respected its place. And it. And when I asked her what it, what it was like, she didn't see it, but she felt it. And at this point, she never knew about my, um, my description of when I saw it, uh, but she said it was very huge and it was bestial in form. 
And um, so what well, I think is just, it's just a very territorial thing. Also about me being 15 at the time when I experienced it, you know, I was probably an easy target for it. Yes. Because it is one of those things that do feed off fear and it does feed off those kind of things. It doesn't possess the power to hurt one from what my mother told me at least, only if you give it the power to hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I asked her where its origins from and she, she said that she felt, felt that it comes from the, the ground itself. Yes. That it's a form of guardian of this area then. So it's it's not good nor evil. It's just protective of its turf, basically. Yeah. Um. In the Philippines, we have these things. Well, I wouldn't say things. We have these spirits, which we classify as elementals, and mm. um, it's ingrained into our culture. We we have um, tree elementals, mountain elementals, mm. um, rock. They you could say rock elementals, and they oh, yeah. manifest into different uh, forms. Um, and again, the people we've talked to, they some of them, not all of them, some of them have seen them. And it, it, apparently, yeah. what you see is just a representation of what they want to show you, or or how you would be able to understand what they are. Yeah, it doesn't. They're spiritual in nature, so they can take on any form, actually. But Again, the the way you're describing it, it being territorial, it um, sometimes they feed off fear. Yes. Um, again, it, it 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 describes the elementals we have here also. But again, they have they look different. Uh, is it possible for you to describe to us that entity you saw in the mm-hmm. half island? Oh yeah. Well, I only saw it first. Well, it was about just a second. It was. It was similar to how an image flashes on a screen, um, but it was permeated in my brain in the sense that it let me see it and I saw it in its yes. full description. Yes. It, it, had a, it, it had a really big bulky body mm-hmm. similar to a moose and it, it's, it, it had shorter back legs um, similar to um, you know, how animals' legs look like and it had... Um, long front legs but then the head was the most um most detailed then what i do remember and it did have a very it had a very canine looking head yes but from a really good uh, what i like to use for as an example as it he had similar head to a horse but then it had like a dog mouth so it had a, you know teeth but uh, its eyes what i do remember because it was, they were they were flaming red you know like ember and hot uh, fire and he had a pitch black fur. That's what I remember seeing, at least. What features were horse-like? It, it, it just had a very elongated head. Yeah, okay. But, um, it, it, was, it was also, you know, quite, you know, the size and the volume of how a horse head would be. So I'll try to see if I have an image here I can share to you. So in the Philippines, uh, we also have, again, it's, it's a mountain... You could say it's a mountain elemental or a, it's the same. <laughs> it's nearly the same description. Uh, it's uh, horse-like. So if if the British had centaurs, half human, half horse, with the horse being the lower part of the body, here in the Philippines, we have, a, we call it a tikbalang. And it's, a, it's upper body, it's upper, its face is a horse. <laughs> and the lower body is, oh, really? is human, yes. 
I'll, I'll look for. And mm. they're mostly associated with uh, mountain or uh, plain areas like that, similar to what you were saying. Again, just because we, uh, in, in all honesty, we're trying to find similarities <laughs> with other countries. Mm. So th- th- these are the different um, oh, yeah. representations people uh, see. But again, uh, similar to this one, it's it's hairy. It has a horse-like oh, yeah. feature. I'm not sure if this is something similar to what you saw. But again, th- this is what we we have here. <laughs> Again, they are. They don't have. They don't really possess physical form, but right, yeah. And they are very protective mm. of nature. Very but, protective. Yeah, and I. Well, that's what I felt as well with um, whatever this thing was. Um, I call it the the forest entity then, but um, it was from from my mother's description at least, because I haven't been back to that forest for years, you know. So, uh, but she's been there a few times then. Um, ever since we moved away, she has described this entity as more of being a guardian, more of a protector of the forest than a malicious entity. Similar to, yes. Uh, It's the same, Sam would, uh, Sam who's in the call, who would also say the same thing, that they are very protective of uh, their territory and their area. So again, that's a nice, that's a nice connection to know that, again, in in other countries like yours, they're also elementals like this. Aside from that, were you able to experience other beings that or entities that were not human, um, or feel or feel something? Well, we we had a demon at one point, mm-hmm. and this was when we back, back lived in. Um, we 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 always jokingly call it the demon house. Okay, uh, but it, it it was it was a red house we used to live at. Um, very close to um, the half island then. Um, I don't think there was a connection to it. However, I do feel that the the negative energies of that area did amplify the um, the severity of well the demon's power than it had. It I've only because how it because the demon house with the, <laughs> well, it was just a red house, but there there was the, the main house where most of the family lived, and then there was a secondary house where me and my brother. So it was a bit we lived basically in a shed, but yeah. it was a bit of a nicer shed. So we didn't experience much because it was attached to the main house. But I I've seen it once, and mm-hmm. it only came as the form of you know red eyes. Um, and it hid behind the corner. So when I looked, it went away then uh, behind the corner again. Yeah. I knew then that it wasn't anything human. And then, oh, well, it's quite a complicated story of where it came from um, and a lot of family issues as well. But the main hypothesis to what this thing was is that it was a manifestation of someone's hate. Yes. There, yeah, there's a, there was a family issue, and um, and she wasn't a part of our family then, but she despised us mm-hmm. a lot, and yeah. she she would know things that were impossible for her to know, and um, this is around the time it got more powerful because it it followed us actually this entity then um, the demon followed yeah. us from a different apartment, but it's just been growing and manifesting of our energies, you know, and it just at one point, it did become physical in a sense that it could hurt family members physically. Mm. So I met mm-hmm. my little sister, who was only 
free at the time, you know, waking up with giant, you know, scratches on her back yes. and, you know, um, eventually, uh, because we, we had priests and we had shamans come to our house and try to close the portal that this entity had opened. Yeah. But it was, um, it was too late. It was, it was basically that it, it just, a tree had grown in the apartment, uh, in the whole house, that it was just too stuck in there. Mm-hmm. So the only option we had left was to move. And, um, and I, I, I remember because it, it used to, it used to make everyone a bit depressed. I remember my mother and my stepfather, they weren't, they weren't feeling great. And, you know, my sister, then she would develop this, um, like infection on her face and it would never go away until we moved away from the house. And that's when, um, everything i remember actually having nightmares of the house uh, yes. as soon as we moved out of it um and to this day i think it's still there because it just manifested itself into the house and well, the only option we had was just to leave it yeah thankfully it didn't follow you to where you are now <laughs> oh no yeah no that it can stay in demon house it's yeah. not <laughs> so are you doing any protection over there in the in their new house and where you're staying um, I've, uh, where I'm currently am right now is, uh, I, I live at my father's house at the moment, mm-hmm. uh, because of COVID and those plans yeah. of moving out, but whatever. Um, they, it used, I remember used when I was younger, at least I never liked being here because I felt a very heavy presence or that, you know, if I would stay here for too long, I would get, you know, way too depressed and I would feel no energy, uh, uh, but recent years, it's been actually very, very calm and refreshing energies here. There's, I don't know, it feels like a place of rest, you know, a place of healing. It feels very light nowadays. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've felt, you know, no necess- necessity to, um, you know, bless or calm this place or, you know, uh, cleanse it even because... No, it just feels nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Oh, yeah. Of course, you do have your, like, occasional settings sometimes, but, you know, it's, it's never anything too extreme. Like? <laughs> like? Oh, well. Um, well, most of the times, I think, where me and... Because it's me and my brother in this yeah. household who are the most sensitive... Um, because we don't currently live with our mother much, but um, so out of you know the people who live here, at least uh, we're the most sensitive, and we've had experiences with um, spirits who want to pass. Because it oftentimes, from my experience and also my mother's and whatever, you know, people who are very sensitive to these things, spirit spirits can get attracted to, to these yes. things. Yes. Yes. Uh, so me and my brother have uh, encountered a few spirits who are. Who want to, you know, uh, move on? Who want to co- go into the light? And it does get a bit overwhelming because sometimes uh, they're really lost souls. Um, but so usually we would call in our mother, and she would help us help us get um, get it through um, where it needs to go. Because I ha- because I haven't been um, because I've been suppressing this you know, part of me for such a long time, I've never really learned how to deal with these things. And that's what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. 
um, getting closer to myself, but also being able to help um, where it's necessary, where, whether it's, you know, cleansing energies or helping spirits pass into yes. um, the next life. But thankfully, I haven't been, um, haven't needed to do that for a while. So that's nice. Can I ask, if you don't mind, what, what is your belief system? Um, I, I was born Christian and I was raised Christian, but my family aren't really religious at all. So I eventually, you know, because I have a lot of questions about these things and the Bible really never explained them. <laughs> to, well, to me, at least, where yes. it was satisfactory. Yes. yes. So I, I eventually sorry going my own terms so i would say perhaps i'm agnostic because i i don't flat out deny that there is a benevolent being such as a god but i uh, if there was proof then i would believe it but what i do believe is you know the power of the universe and i do believe in spirits and all these things so that brings me to my question that uh so when you Apparently, from from stories I've heard of, uh, again, psychics who experience mm. moving people to the light. It's it, it's it's quite an experience. They say that uh, yeah. it, it kind of brings you some clarity with uh, with mm. with the spiritual world. Would you say that you've is that the same experience for you when you've moved uh, these lost souls to 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 the light? Yeah. Is can, can you describe? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's similar to how it's like a weight being lifted almost. Mm. How I I usually feel, you know, what's around me, and I feel the presence around me. Oftentimes, when they do actually go into light, it's, it's simply like taking off a heavy blanket, and it's just very light, and it feels yeah. clear. And um, I I'm usually not super involved with them. You know the guidance to the light uh, process. I'm just there, you know, with um, the meditation and you know, the holding hands and things like that. Um, but from the few times I have done it, yeah, it it is. It's a sort of like a change in atmosphere, and it 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 is quite a calm and tranquil moment. So, so you do it with your brothers? Am I correct with what I understood? Um. Most of the times it's just me and my mother then, mm. or my brother and my mother. But um, sometimes it's all three of us. Mm. And I, I don't doubt that my uh, sister as well uh, is, also has this because she she's also a bit, you know, talks about energies and things like that too. But she's very young. So, mm. so it's a good thing that you're, I mean, uh, here in the Philippines, again, bringing it back to us, um, we have... Uh, <laughs> it's a catholic it's a catholic nation and things like this the, the abilities you talk about it's not accepted so most of the time uh, from the people we've talked to the, their parents really do not acknowledge their <laughs> their abilities yeah. and, and mm-hmm. it's a good thing your your mom is open to to it i mean she, does it mean she grew up with it I, I'm, I'm assuming she did yeah she um she's uh, yeah she grew up with it and she's been for her whole life um she's um she's she's a medium but she's um i think she's a shaman as well mm-hmm. mm. 
I don't know, I don't really know what she gets up to most of the times, but she uh, <laughs> she goes on spiritual journeys and yes. doing things that she comes back with new knowledge and it's it's fun. <laughs> um, I, I, I hear a lot of stories from her mother and a lot of things she's uh, seen and witnessed and, and a lot of the things she tells as well is very, you know, I do recognise, you know, or, or I recognise that feeling or I've seen something similar, you know, and... Uh, it, it's kind of comforting in a sense because I do have a bit of a like a guide. Yes, that's things. true. Can you care to share with us any of the more memorable ones she's she's told you about? Well, there was one she told me actually recently, and it, this one's a bit of a, um, um, a bit brutal one then, but uh, this is when we had recently moved to Sweden. Uh, 11, 12 years ago. Mm -hmm. It was 12 years ago, yeah, because then my sister was one years old at the time. Um, and my mother, uh, she tells me a story. She she remembers hearing my uh, youngest sister uh, scream in terror then. Um, and, you know, her mother instincts could recognize that it was terror, not just, you know, babies crying. So she runs up to the room, checking what's in, and then in a corner, that's where my mother saw a spirit. And it was a, she was startled first because of how intense the spirit was. But um, it, it was a spirit that wanted to pass on, you know, into the, into the light. But this, this spirit uh, showed my mother, you know, who this person was and apparently was a, a child murderer. Showed my mother in graphic details of where the, what, you know, what he did to the kids and where they buried them and things like that. It was very overwhelming for my mother since, you know, a person, you know, who, you know, a quite evil person in a sense was so tormented and had a lot of anxiety and stress and wanted to pass on and she helped him pass on them. Actually, she still helped him. Wow. She yeah. still helped him, yeah. Because even though, well, yeah, it's he was a pretty horrific person, you know. She does believe that everyone deserves to pass on uh, into the light, and and whatever this light place is, I don't believe there's a, I don't believe there's a heaven nor a hell. But mm -hmm. the, from my experience, at least, and I, I've yeah. seen it before, it's it's a very tranquil place you know yeah. it's very it's very at ease very peaceful that was um one of um her more memorable stories which yeah. is quite intense but yes yes no yeah no we've experienced a lot um since we all live in the same household you know very you know spiritual active people you know who have these abilities of course we just naturally attract this attention from spiritual plane Spirits. yes <laughs> uh, yeah no me and me and my brothers would usually joke about um as soon as we leave the apartment you know all the spirits come out and they all start dancing and having a party <laughs> sometimes there are just so many uh god in um the apartment we moved after the um the red house the demon house after we moved out from that you know we we would have sightings um in the house as well. And we all had similar sightings of there's a girl in the corridor. There's, there's something that lives in the uh, walking 
closet and then there was something in my room um, and it, it was also just really interesting hearing everyone talk about the same things they've all seen just yeah. we don't really talk about it much because we just see it as something yeah. that exists it's a bit of a normal to us uh, this is one question I'd like to ask. I mean, for people who who experience these 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 spirits, do they interact? Do you see them acknowledging each other or spirits? Are human spirits? Do you see? I mean, for you or have you heard your brother or your mom tell you that? Do they interact? Do they acknowledge their each other's presence? Hmm. That's a good question, actually, because I've, I've never thought about that. Yeah. Um, because usually at times, most experience, you see things one-on-one or you, you, you know, experience it one at a time. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't be too unreasonable to say that sometimes they do acknowledge each other, but uh, I've never, uh, I've never personally experienced it. I, I have experienced, you know, multiple, what do you call it? presence at the same time mm-hmm. but never them interacting um, but I don't know to be honest I also think that perhaps because maybe they're just you know every single you know spirits or you know elementals maybe they're all on different frequencies y- yes yes it, it feels like frequencies to me at least um, whether I feel I feel I feel bodily reactions to these things oh. um, what particular reactions? Well, it's it's sort of like, you know, like um, how I feel it in my body, at least it's a bit like a low humming noise. You know, the vibrations you would get from a low humming noise. There is yeah. no noise. Yeah. But, the, um, the, you know, the wavelengths, so the frequency of those, I, I do feel physically in my body. Mm-hmm. Um, perhaps, you know, the, perhaps elementals do you know they're on the same wavelength in the sense of the same frequency that's why they can interact with each other yes uh, i think also with wandering spirits as well or you know spirits who seek help i think maybe they're all just on different different levels of well frequency frequency yeah yeah uh going back to the story of the i mean i i don't want to go bring back <laughs> bad memories about it but the the, the child murderer um, oh yeah the, we've heard uh, other psychics also tell us that uh, apparently in the spirit realm for human spirits, free mm-hmm. free will still, um, it's still uh, something they follow. Meaning yeah. just because someone wants them to leave and come on, go to the light. You can't do that. Yeah. They have to do it on their own. So Absolutely. Yeah. So the fact that that murderer wanted to do it, to to move to the light was, again, for me, uh, alarming, but I mean, he he probably yeah. w- really wanted to. And you're when you mentioned uh, you don't believe there's a heaven and hell again. It's been coming up recently with the people we've been talking to. There's a medium in Delaware, the United States, that I talked to. Him, yeah. He said there's no hell. You could say the light, same same as you. He said you could say the light is heaven, yes, but there's no hell. When people die, they <laughs> they're earthbound. They stay here. Yeah. And technically, this is their. <laughs> it's. I mean, this is their hell. This is where they stay mm-hmm. until they decide to again move to the light. It's their choice. Absolutely, and I think also that when someone passes on, when they when they leave their physical body, I think all the torments and you know of being physical leaves them. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of that. I don't believe inherently evil people. 
Mm-hmm. But, you know, and because a lot of evil actions are caused by either, you know, mental torments or, you know, anger and mm-hmm. jealousy and things like that. Yeah. That do really do cloud a mind's, you know, a mind's eye, a, a person doesn't excuse any of these actions. Of course not. People do horrific deeds every day. Yeah. Um, you know, as soon as he left his corporeal body, or not um, his physical body, yeah, he just became he became the essence of what he was, and and I can imagine that a lot of you know a lot of these spirits who have done horrible things in the past are horrified and stressed out from what they have done. Yes. That's why they struggle to gain to the light. Yes, we actually talked to someone who uh, channeled Hitler. <laughs> Oh really? Yes, he channeled Hitler, and uh, it it goes into a a, a more um, conspiracy theory side. But again, I'm just uh, we're just here to listen and to we don't judge yeah. their experiences. But he said that uh, Hitler can't move yet. He for for the for his horrific deeds, he feels that he still can't move to the light. Yeah, that's why he's he's, he's earthbound for some reason. He's trying to I don't know make amends or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Well, people like Hitler, you know. Well, you know they <laughs> they can they can stay for a while. I guess yeah. they don't go to lie right now. Yes. You know. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for 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 your for your brother, um, is he as uh, is he more open than you with regards to the accepting the abilities and the things he's been experiencing, or same as you? Yeah, no, he's he's been very more um, open about it. Mm-hmm. Um, or I don't think he's feared it in the sense I used to fear it a lot. Mm, okay. So, he, so he's he's had experiences and he's come to terms with it, and he's very he's very calm when it comes to these things now. Um, he does have remember he does when we used to live out in the the red house. Yes. Um, uh, he had an experience when we first moved in there. Um, this was before the demon activity and you know the horrors we would uh, witness on yeah, that place but yes uh he remember he 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 was in a living room and at this time uh, we didn't have the secondary house so everyone just slept in this own we all slept in the living room for a while because there was yeah. no bedrooms mm-hmm. um but he remember seeing that uh, a monk walking through, mm-hmm. from the hall into the living room and it stood there at the end of his bed staring at him you know um and he was completely in horror then mm-hmm. um but there th- was also one of those things one of those spirits who wanted to move on mm-hmm. um uh so yeah but he's he's a lot more he we have different abilities in a sense i'm more yeah. sensitive to whether you know regarding um people and um energies in general mm-hmm. uh, I, us- I usually like to say i'm quite clairvoyant and clairsentinel mm-hmm. um and <laughs> don't ask me what they mean because sometimes i just mix them up yeah <laughs> uh, i am not good with the terminology but i yes. know at least yes. how uh, well i am um no and he's he's you know we we feel energies equally as strong there's been an instance where we we um We've entered this area, and both me and brother just looked at each other, and went, "Nope," and we walked out again <laughs> without even explaining to each other. Yes, we both yes. felt it, and we went, "Nah, not having yeah. this." Yeah. 
we we we've heard a lot of stories of 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 sensitives or psychics who say the same thing like here uh before they ride the bus they're about to ride and they say oh i'm not i'm not going in because again they, they can't explain it it's like uh it's like something told them or they just felt that oh which brings me to my, to my next question mm-hmm. um it depends again but apparently uh psychics uh, or sensitive people like you who have this these abilities sometimes they have a guides they have like spirit guides have have you experienced or have you been probably dreaming or communicating with any um i do know of my my mother has um we 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 did quite we had a meditation session i think and she was you know preparing she she wanted to do a read on me mm-hmm. um and she she once told me that she saw my my guardian angel mm-hmm. in a sense and we all have our own guardian angel but every, everyone's looks different then yeah um, and she she told my uh, what my guardian angel because i think i've i've felt felt it before i just never knew what it was yes um but now this dude this dude's pretty cool i uh, uh i've ugh, i wish i had my drawings uh because i i paint and things like that mm, okay uh, and i like to paint what i see most of the times with my mind's eye mm-hmm. um but he he was a bit of a he had he had a bit of a um feline-esque to him so he looked yes. a bit like a cougar slash a panther but mm-hmm. um and he, he, he had this big jacket on and he rides a bear apparently which is fun for him yeah uh, so what was the original question i forgot yeah uh, you you were answering it uh if you've been if you've experienced or seen or talked to your spirit guide communicated with it in any way i yeah, I don't think I've communicated with it, but it's definitely communicated with me uh, a lot through dreams. Um, mm. Most of the times it's, you know, just not warnings, but um, it's symbolism of, you know, there's change or, you know, there's when I'm going through something really tough, you know, yeah, and I, I usually have these um, really intense dreams where I do feel like I meet my uh uh what's it guardian angel yeah. well it, it, it's just a you know like you know it's just a term um, yes yes you know, christian countries use them so i used it then you know guardian angel but it could be a guardian of any kind yes. you know? yeah it's often in times of you know not crisis per se but it's very you know, when it's needed that's when yeah. he steps in i guess but it's funny because um Again, from the other psychics we've talked to, and one one psychic we talked to, he said that he saw a big white bear, <laughs> and he couldn't explain it. He just saw yeah. a big white bear. It was like telling him that he's protected. He, that's the that's the emotion he got from what the the bear was showing him. But up to this day, he say he he told us, I don't know what that means. I don't know where why there's a big white. It's like a polar bear. He couldn't explain it, but that's that's what he saw. So again, similar to yours, that it it had a feline um, attributes. I, I haven't really heard that part yet. Yeah, but again, th- th- there was this um, medium again in Delaware. He said that his angels 
this will segue to my next question, but his angels look like um, large, what insect is this? Uh, praying mantis. Oh. A large praying mantis. He said, they don't look like the angels you've seen in the books. They look like, my, one of them looks like a large praying mantis. That sounds absolutely horrifying. Yes. <laughs> because, yes. funny enough, uh, last night I was watching um, a Netflix series about um, uh, extraterrestrials and uh, UFO sightings and you know, the American government trying to cover up these things. And uh, one of these did um, explain about, a, a, no, I do remember it actually because I was scared of it, um, was a giant praying mantis. Um, they showed in one of the scenes of an eyewitness of someone who's been abducted and, and I was terrified all night that those would be a praying mantis standing up by my bed because I don't, I can't handle insects. They scare me. And if an alien looks like one of them, then no thank you. <laughs> apparently one of the species do and yeah uh, we've talked to another person who can channel ETs and he said oh that's I forgot what he called it but that's one race supposedly so that brings me to my question have you experienced anything of that nature because nature? again it appears it's connected the spirit world and ETs they are connected in some way have you experienced anything like that um Nothing I can confirm that was 100%, you know, extraterrestrial at all. Um, I have, you know, seen weird lights in the sky, whether that could be airplanes, satellites, or experimental aircraft, I don't know. But um, I, I have talked to people who have had uh, extraterrestrial encounters then. Uh, for, uh, well, you know, my mother as well. Uh, okay. She, yeah. She, well, she hasn't experienced an ET then, but uh, she has seen uh, back in the eighties, which was around this time, uh, quite common uh, to see a triangular-shaped aircraft with three lights and then a red one in the center. She said she saw something similar in the eighties when she was young. Um, but besides from that, no. Um, Fortunately, I haven't encountered any giant praying mantises, but uh, I'm not looking forward to the day I do. Yes. Does your mother do plant-based medicine? Because some shamans do that. Ayahuasca? Well, she uh, she, she likes doing raw vegan food, uh, if that's something. But no, um, she, she does collect crystals and she does have a lot of plants, but... Um, I'm not too sure what she does personally, at least. Um, but she does have a lot. Um, oh, she does um, sometimes, uh, what's it called? Sage. Sage, yes. Yeah, and um, what is it? Wait, sage and salvia is the same thing, I think. Oh, mm. I don't know. Uh, no, she waves that around a bit. But no, um, I'm not too sure. She did ayahuasca once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I mean, she doesn't want me saying that. Oh, well. Okay. <laughs> we can <laughs> cut it out. We can cut it out. Ah, yeah. ah it's fine. Uh, yeah, no. Um, Plant-based. Um, she is. Um, she does believe in, you know, vaccines and things like that. But uh, So she hasn't gone that route, at least. But, <laughs> um, yeah, no. Uh, not, what I, not what I know of, at least. Uh, we, we're very... Um, as a family unit then we're very um we we feel a lot and we experience a lot and 
we're not more i mean my mother and my brother they they see things a bit more regular than i do <laughs> but but what we do really is um i guess we just help people let me yes. help yes so when you mean when you say help does that mean moving people to the light or are there other things that you help other people do like uh spirits in their house or unusual well, yeah well i'm i usually quite uh, i help well people people uh when it comes to um uh, uh, how do i explain this i i feel very strongly i i can read people and i yes. in the sense that i i understand them on a, a spiritual level i guess and yes. whether they're being trauma tormented with something i i i do readings where i deep dive into them you know in a sense mm-hmm. um how i describe it a lot of times because it's not that i see the future but i see what path people are on yes uh for instance with me at least for the longest time uh because i because i know myself the best yes so i i can see i used to see my future right but i mm-hmm. never saw past age 25 uh oh for me for the longest time <laughs> so how and old are you now i'm 20 um <laughs> no no but for the longest time i really thought that i wasn't gonna you know and i knew it as well that i wasn't gonna live long but something's changed recently where now I can see past 25. I see up to 60, 70. Wow. Okay. And uh, t- time and, you know, fate, it's not, it's something, it's not linear. It's a bit like a river. Yes. Every, so every potential path one can go down uh, exists. Simon, it's happening at the same time. Yes. Um, so like I say, you know, when I see um, these things, I, it's, it's like watching a film or a movie, uh, but every single scene is happening at the same time. Uh, you mentioned that stream of time. Have you seen it? Have you I've... Have you experienced? I mean, the way you describe it, it's like you, you, you're seeing it. Because I have a question well, after that, yeah. Well, it's, a, it's, it's nothing I see, but it's something I just feel. And well, what I kind of see in my head or what I feel it is. Um, well, most of the times when I say the river thing, uh, it's it's more of an analogy or you know, more of a metaphor than anything. But that's the best way I can describe it, in uh, how it feels. And um, we're all on a path towards something. And whenever sometimes the path can change, and that leads to better paths or not. Um, so on the path I am on now, I see. I, I see good things for myself in the future. I do see bad things as well. Um, but that's where it comes to when it comes to helping people is that oftentimes I try to guide them towards a better path in life. Um, I've had friends. Um, I've had a few friends who have had a lot of, you know issues with uh, a lot of things. And, you know, um, I had a friend and I, I saw not good things for their future, you know, and I've been really trying to be there for them and help them spiritually, but also, you know, with them as a person. And I've seen changes within them as well. So it's a, it's it's definitely something I need to practice on more and something I need to fine tune. 
um, I'm, I'm <laughs> relative, uh, you know, relative to like most people who are, you know, psychics or, you know, have these abilities. I'm pretty much a newbie. <laughs> But um, even though I've experienced it most of my life, you know, I've never, I mean, only recent years, I've been trying to understand why or how, how. these things are. You know? the, so. the reason I ask you about that, um, when you said that stream of time, because uh, I actually just finished editing uh, our conversation with the channel, the girl from Amsterdam and the, the light worker from Denmark. Again, they have similar stories as you that they grew up with this. But uh, I think they're a little older than you. <laughs> and the the girl from Amsterdam, she was able to channel uh, a time spirit. Oh. Yes. And uh, that time spirit, the way you were describing uh, seeing the future, seeing the points in your life, and seeing saying that the same things you were saying that it's a stream. It can change. It can branch off. It can. She was describing that. That's what the time spirit was telling her. It's like when the time spirit would channel through her, it would teach her. It would teach her. I don't know. Uh, I forgot the word. But what it was teaching her, but it would teach her about the flow of time, that yeah. you could skip, you could change, <laughs> you could change, uh, go in and out of the timelines. Mm. That, that was the time spirit said, and um, again the talking about the nexus points and yeah. again she saw it she's the way you described it she saw it as that she saw mm -hmm. a stream with like moats uh mm -hmm. in the time stream showing you where the people you meet and all of that so that's why i was asking you about if you were able to see it physically i mean in your mind's eye because the way you described it was the way she described it as well so maybe you're seeing it i'm not i don't know <laughs> Are you channeling the time spirit? I don't know. Well, the thing is, when it comes to when I when I see things or when I try to read, um, when I when I have a look into how someone's be, uh, soul is, in a sense, that's a bit extreme way of putting it. But yeah, um, I I do have my my. I think it's just I don't know if it's uniquely to myself, but I think we all have a bit of a filter how how we process things. Mm -hmm. So how I see myself my consciousness or my being i see for myself a flower a, a field of flowers a bit mm -hmm. like a meadow surrounded yeah. by trees mm -hmm. um for instance uh oh god my brother is a, a garden filled with um hydrangeas uh, a friend i know is a a stream in the forest with birches around and it's um i think that's just how my brain processes things i see yes. things very naturally mm -hmm very natural um, environmental kind of way because uh, that's where I feel most connected to I feel most connected to the ground and in the forest and things like that I don't know I just I, I feel I think that you know just really naturally uh, nature I can't speak nature okay. uh, places okay. uh, natural spaces are very um, yeah you know very they, they, they calm my they calm me yeah. The no, I, you know, forests are ancient. Yeah. Ancient. So there's um, yeah, there's good and bad forests, but. What, what do you mean? <laughs> that suddenly piqued my interest. What do you mean they're bad forests? <laughs> well, sometimes there's you know, for instance, the half island. I wouldn't necessarily call it a bad island. 
how uh, how for uh, about forest but you know sometimes there, there are increased amounts of activity or presence and energies that can really um dampen an area of a forest mm-hmm. similar to where the entity lived it felt very murky cold mm-hmm. yeah. harsh mm-hmm. but um because the half island consists of two parts which was the right uh, where most people are and then the left where i encountered it but i i, I don't well I, I retract the statement of saying that there's bad and good forests but there's definitely heavy negative parts mm-hmm. of every forest or not every forest but a lot of places and it's a lot of the times because the, the balance between the good and bad is quite important for a lot of you know, ecosystems, uh, either on a uh, natural but also spiritual level as well. For instance, the half island that my mother talked about. Uh, in the post, I mentioned the four oaks, and someone in the comments said there was a portal then. Yeah. And I asked her about this, and she said, yes, that is the portal. Uh, she has been there, and she has planned to close it down, but she realizes how, you know, important the entity is and that so they that, need yeah. that the forest needs the balance between the light and dark yeah for it to fully functional otherwise it would just completely go out of hand are, are there places in if you don't mind telling us or you, you you can choose not to are there places in sweden that we should avoid <laughs> that are have really heavy or negative uh, uh a feeling of that mm. void well I wouldn't necessarily say that there's places you should avoid uh, because, I mean, wherever you will go, uh, no matter where around, there will be bad places or places (laughs) of high negativity. Yeah. Um, I personally don't know of such a place where I would inherently tell people to never go. Mm, Okay. But that half island, you should never go there. Uh, (laughs) I even though there is a lot of light in that forest and I've experienced the light and it's a very, it's such a complex place because I, there's a lot of things that have happened. It's a lot of history and um, that the, the area as well is, you know, been inhabited by, you know, Swedish locals for ages. Yes. If I do re- uh, recommend not going in places, that place at night, because that's where the spirits are most active yeah. at the night. But also in the fog, in the mist mm-hmm. that comes from the water. Okay. Now, I don't trust the water. The the because I'm a diver. I'm a I'm a free diver. So, mm-hmm. um, and an instructor on that. Uh, so I I you know it's like scuba diving without the tubes. Yeah. Um, so I have a natural instinct just to go underwater and explore. But mm-hmm. in that lake, I've I've always felt this tremendous fear of yeah. like going into the depths. Um, like I've always envisioned that I've, I'd find like, you know, bones or things like that. And whether that has merit to it or not, um, you know, my mother has warned us to not go outside when the fog comes in from the lake, because there have been a few uh, weird experiences. Uh, that, that, that place is just, it's, it's just a weird place. Yes. Why did you, why did your mom decide to stay <laughs> Maybe she felt a connection there. I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, no. She she'll be a fabulous guest on the. Oh yeah, I hope you can ask her. Maybe after this, I'll I'll, I'll you can oh, so... ask her. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I, 
I'm the son of um, the medium, you know, and she she has taught me so much things uh, that are quite important, not only just in a spiritual and uh, order, like you know, a metaphysical sense. Yes. But you know, as a person as well, you know, yeah. she she talks about like a lot of mediums talk about well, the mediums she knows at least a lot of them talk about the lights and angels and you know that things are great, but mm. she's from experience that there's not a lot of mediums that that say that hey there is evil and there is darkness but there is also light there's a balance it's rarely said actually you're you're right um uh, of course for us since we like scary stuff we usually go for stories about the dark stuff but yeah you you said that uh you stayed in that half island for how how long did you stay there uh how long um it was i think we moved in around 2014 2015 Mm. no yeah no it was 2000 uh yeah 2014 i think we moved in and we moved out around 2019 oh okay that it was it was a bit recent no that experience Uh, yeah yeah Yeah, we we moved out yeah quite recently um well in um relative time at least it's quite recently yeah because after when when the pandemic started it's uh, (laughs) it kind of mushed mushed time yeah Another question again. Uh, I was again editing the conversation with uh, Jamie and Maria, the girl from Denmark and yeah. Amsterdam. Um, mm-hmm. Again, with the ascension happening, um, yeah. have you experienced any time slips? Meaning you were just doing something and then three hours, five hours passed by? That was very noticeable for you? Um, Did anything happen like that in the past few months? Uh, not in the past no. few months, but no. I have experienced it um, out in that forest, uh, the ah. Half Island Forest. Okay. Um, and also the neighboring forests around that area. Um, I um, definitely believe that uh, I accidentally stumbled upon um, a bit of like a fairy or fey area. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in the forest, um, definitely. Um, I remember walking into a place and then just I think I can't remember how long I think it was about half an hour or a half an hour to an hour I remember all my time just vanishing and I remember so I remember going forward and then I remember just walking back uh, so I have no idea what happened um, but something must have I must have stumbled upon something did you encounter anything there no my mind is completely blank I I do remember it being very like light and it was very you know, like a very light thing. So for instance when I when I encountered the um, the forest entity, the beast, then yes, the um, beast. I remember things going much darker and darker and darker, but from in this instant things felt a bit lighter instead. Yeah. And so my my yeah, my memory just completely cut out. Again it these these stories are similar to i mean, I mean if you look at uh, english literature they have the same stories right in the philippines we also have the same stories of people actually some people getting lost for days but when they were there they only they were they felt like they were there for hours only and when 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 they were found it was days and some of them experienced seeing other I mean, you could say it as fairies. They they have different descriptions here, but they are fairies. 
Yeah. And they they feed they they usually feed the the people. Yeah, no, I wouldn't um I mean if the rent is free then I wouldn't mind <laughs> stay there, to be honest. Um no, no. <laughs> yeah, no. No, it, I definitely when the over experience I had um um in a forest not super far away perhaps um about a 20 minute drive away from where we were then. Um, I remember going into this forest and it was quite a thick forest but then all of a sudden it just like it just felt like the sunlight just you know per, you know was shining there for the first time mm-hmm. and I remember a lot of mushrooms there was a lot of mushrooms um, many of them were in fact um, toadstools you know, the red ones with the white yes. dots on yes. um, I don't know if that's a, a fairy thing that just they just like toads, toadstools but I'm <laughs> I remember that area at least because as you said similar because I went there with my mother uh, we, mm-hmm. were out in the, we usually go in the forest uh, together then with dogs and things but this time it was just us two and she she did say that you know how long did you, did you think we were there I went I don't know it only felt like we were only there for a short while she went yeah but we were <laughs> we were we were there for about three hours and I did not believe I thought that I did not believe that I was just like what do you mean yeah but no, it was true. Um, because the forest, it's uh, the walk itself was like forty minutes, but and the the back the walk back would have been about forty minutes as well. But no, um, we had apparently been there for three hours, so that was um, definitely interesting. Um, especially when you mentioned t- time dilation in the yes. sense where it's just completely different. It doesn't make sense. I mean, it's like you're you're stuck in like this vortex or whatever it is that that takes away <laughs> takes you away yeah. from from time for some for some reason. I I personally think that it's a different like uh, like a density in this you know like space time region mm-hmm. is where you 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 overlap with a different sort of existence. Yes. So that's why time and you know things like that. Just, doesn't work the same way do you think you have like some sort again based on your stories with your ability to see it's technically you're seeing through time meaning you you can see the the future part parts of the future with with a person when you're working with them do you think you have like an affinity with because again this is something that was told to us by a a girl that a spirit quester that psychic who started um, plant-based medicine. So she told us that, again, speaking with uh, ETs, time is a construct provided to us by ETs. So, okay. Yeah, so we are the only ones who have it. So that means it's like a program. That's what, that's what she said. It's like a program. Time is a program. So I'm thinking the way that you, you found the way with your ability to kind of hack the program, meaning you could mm. you could zoom further down yeah. with what you're doing. So I'm not sure if you feel that you have that affinity or they have that you have that I mean, connection with time. It does sound plausible because I have predicted things, you know, that happen. For instance, I uh, I predicted my parents, uh, my mother and his uh, step, uh, my stepfather, and I predicted their divorce around six years after. In six years after it actually happened, then, you know, um, and I, I, 
I've predicted a lot of things. Um, well, it's not like I have those predictions, but I just one day I re- I know it, you know. Yeah. And then it's like a download. Is that that? Is that yeah. Is it, yeah. Okay. It's like it's like um, it's like uh, seeing like a leaked image of a a game that's going to be released in a few yeah. years. Yeah. Like, I know it's coming. Yeah. I just don't, you know. And then it happens, and then I'm like, whoa! I can see in the future. Then I forget about it. Um, yeah. Does it come to you in dreams or while you're awake? Um, I I haven't had it so many in dreams actually. I have a friend who uh, has these things that she sees things in dreams and then they happen. But for me, it's it's just it's like an over, an overwhelming feeling just comes over me, and then it just I have like for a second of clarity, and then I understand. Um, for instance, when uh, when this happened, um, for instance, when I predicted, um, call it my um, my mother's divorce. Then it was on her wedding day, which sounds horrible and cynical to say. But I, I remember just being there and then I just had the just the overall feeling of, oh, this is, you know, this only this is only gonna be for seven years. And then, then it boom, seven years and then yeah. But for the the one you mentioned about your friends when you help them, does it come to you? I mean, do you have to go into a meditative state to to see that or to uh, experience the future? Yeah, um it's very I have it has to be very, you know, like clear energy you know, from both my part and their part as well. So um, oftentimes it would be like a quick meditation then, um, because this thing just kind of comes naturally to me. Um, I can't really stop it. Sometimes, you know, I don't ask to, to see things. They just present themselves and then I see it. Uh, but I can choose when it happens as well. Uh, for instance, when I do these reading with them, um but yeah it, it, it is just you know just trying to cleanse my mind a bit just you know let it clean off let, it, let me be a clean slate to the information i'm going to be receiving yeah and um depending on who it is you know sometimes it, it can be overwhelming i do recognize that in myself as well it just sometimes it just comes to you yeah it just happens you're just presented with it and then you're just stuck there with information you don't know what to do with yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, but I, it definitely is depending on who it is because even if you know all you know psychics or you know people who are sensitive to um, these things, you know everyone is cast under the same umbrella. Yes. But everyone, you know, it, it's such a different for everyone. It's a different experience for everyone. Um, the only the only reason why it has merit to it is because there's so much similarity everyone has mm-hmm. with each other. Yes, as uh, much as the skeptics want to <laughs> uh, shoot it down, the, the experiences match. I mean, the, the the similarities match throughout all experiences. So it's hard to discount. I mean, some maybe there are people who manipulate it or use mm-hmm. it wrongly, but it yeah. matches, right? And it's you know it's it's been like this for uh, you know yeah it's not a it's not a new thing everyone. It's yeah. been throughout this, yeah. yes. like this as soon as people has existed. Yes. You know, a lot of, um, you know, a lot of cultures in, uh, you know, Asia, you know, still believe, you know, they still have, you know, a lot of ties to spirituality and very spiritual, you know, spirits and things like that. Yeah. 
um and it was definitely like this as well back in you know back in the days but as soon as you know technological advancement and psychological you know science has evolved these you know supernatural and these spiritual parts of people have been dimmed down then really seen as you know hocus pocus or you know it's not science but you know for someone to deny outright that these paranormal things don't exist are quite ignorant from the sense of <laughs> the his, well history historic you know historically and you know it's just these things have been present throughout time it's not it's not something people are making up yeah <laughs> uh, i have last last two questions if you don't mind are you still no, good to talk yeah so ha have you experienced astral projection meaning while you're dreaming or Ooh. while you're sleeping or um, while awake uh, i wouldn't no i wouldn't say i have um i've had very vivid dreams where i sometimes believe i have actually where i actually did visit that place but it's mm -hmm. um i i wouldn't necessarily say it was astral projection i think i just got really vivid um you know when i dream uh what place were you able to visit can you describe that place well um whether i did visit it or not i mean i did um see in grave detail uh it was a it was my friend's house i remember mm -hmm. i um they live out in the country actually <laughs> uh, well okay so th this has a lot this is a, th this has backstory to it as well yeah go ahead specifically why i went to that place this was actually if uh two or three months before i actually went to their house um okay but i remember i went i remember going there and i remember just standing in this big hall and it felt very oppressive in a sense. It felt very heavy and angry. And um, I remember waking up then um, because I didn't recognize where I was, but I recognized my friend because I remember seeing them, you know, in a dream or when they were sleeping then, I guess. Mm -hmm. see, I, see, I don't know if that was, um, I don't know if that was an astral projection or not, but I remember going to a house and I remember seeing the room i recognized and i was like wait i've been here before a bit like yeah. a deja vu moment yeah um yeah but no that that house uh has some of the worst energies i've ever felt in my life <laughs> honestly oof, it is heavy so, so so what do you think is there um well well i think okay mm, i have to word this correctly <laughs> uh no it's um the problem is it's a really really old house it was um i don't know what it's called in english but it's a head of gourd so it's a bit it's it's, it's just a really huge house <laughs> you know um he wasn't rich but it was um you know, his mother married uh, his stepdad and he was super rich so that's why they had a huge house anyways um i remember going there for the first time uh and it was so dark and so aggressive and it felt like the walls were like screaming at me almost. It was, it was horrific because it was so suffocating. I couldn't, I had to go outside to take a breather, you know? And then that's when I called my mom. I was like, Hey, yo, this is bad. And she went, uh, and then she told me how to like protect myself against these energies. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so I, I don't know if that 
dream I had was to warn me of this place. But yeah, you know, I've never been back since because it was, yeah, it was horrific. And also hearing the people who lived in the house as well, they had experiences as well. Um, my friend then told me that they had a um, experience in that house where they um, they saw um, they saw things flying, like the roof had been lifted off and there was something descending down. <laughs> um, they 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 said at least, and I went. Uh, so which room was this? And <laughs> it was the room we were standing in. I went, yeah, because this room feels really bad. Wow. <laughs> and yeah, so. Uh, no, see, well, I haven't been back there because it was a nightmare being yeah. there. And the, because what I felt in the walls was a lot of anger, a lot of pain, mm-hmm. and a lot of, you know, just sorrow and resentment. And it, 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 it doesn't help as well. The whole, the, you know, like the, the main hall of the house is, you know, has been there since the Viking era. Wow. It, it was an old house. <laughs> really old <laughs> it was a really old house yeah. yeah when your mom told you to when your mom taught you how to protect yourself do you mind sharing at least how 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 what she taught you or if you remember well, yeah absolutely um she um oh well she did she did ask me to okay so um firstly she told me to like go and find a, a tree outside preferably like an old tree similar to like a um you know, an oak or something. Something thick. Uh, I I, I can't remember what, I mean, I don't know what it's called in English, but it's those trees that have those uh, those spiky green balls and they drop. And then, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well, it's one of those trees. Um, And I remember taking one of of the seeds then and placing my hand and me to be connected to the tree and to the earth for protection. And so it it, it was definitely utilizing like the, the energy of the yeah. earth and nature to uh, protect me from, you know, what was going on. Yeah. Um, but then secondary as well, it was um, protecting my, protecting myself, my being with, it's different from absolutely everyone. It's, um, you know, how you visualize it, but how she says she visualizes it is that she imagines herself being closed off inside a golden egg. Okay. And then stand inside a shower and, you know, just these layers of protection or protection. For me, when I envision myself protection, I, I envision uh, a flower closing on on me and then, you know, a wall of um, statues surrounding okay. me okay. and a hall of mirrors to reflect energies and reflect bad things away. Okay. Because because it was the first time I ever done that and tried to like really come into a meditative state to do it. It was like um, you're going, um, you're you're going to a race, but you just recently learned to run. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. But it was basically like that. It was too intense. Um, but I've been practicing it ever since, and every time I do feel something I don't want, you know, or in an energy I don't want near me, I do. I have learned to close it off to my best ability, at least, which isn't the greatest, but it, it helps, and it's being spiritual or you know having these things it's it's similar to you know an instrument you don't know how to play you know some people yes are born uh, able to you know to learn the piano really quickly but like anything it's just you have to work on it you have to practice take time 
you know, see with you. Oh, it's not that intense playing the piano, but it's a similar concept. Yeah. It, it, and from the people we've been talking to, um, it appears that, again, be, depending on the, the country and depending on their beliefs, belief system, they have different ways of protecting themselves. I just find that very interesting the the way the way your mom taught you and how you how you do that protection for yourself. It's it's it, it's something again something new for me. Uh, I just remembered um, we talked to this guy who lives in the in the states, but he lives in the mountains, and he his belief system is um, it's like he believes in the Nor- Norse gods. Oh yeah, I forgot. What 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 you call it? But again, gi- given that you're from S- S- Sweden and <laughs> you have that oh, yeah. you have that you have that connection, for him he worships. I mean, you could say worship, but he believes in Thor and Loki and mm-hmm. and those gods. And again, he he's connected with them. He believes he's connected with them. That's what he said. And I'm not sure if you if he also connect to that part of your your history. Um. I, I think there's um, I think there's definitely remnants of it. You know, we we don't when it comes to Swedish mythology and things like that. There's things like you know, Jörtun uh, and um, things like that, who are you know the the Jörtun, then they're you know um, descendants from well, no, what is it Loki's children? Yeah, yeah, um, and things like that. I do believe they exist, but they're you know. Well, they're, they're like demigods in a sense. Yes. But yes. I, I see them more as a, you know, a, you know, a very huge, you know, spiritual entity, a very big entity. But I, uh, I've not heard anything about, yeah. you know, sightings about them, or you know, I've never experienced one either. I think it's called Norse paganism. That's uh, that's how they. Oh yeah. They they classify it, but yeah, it's Norse paganism mm-hmm. again. It, it's another interesting aspect. Thank you, Noah. Hello. Hi, hi. Thank you. Thank you for, for taking the time. Yeah, no problem. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah. I'll connect with you and ask you, I'll bug you about your mom if she's willing to. <laughs> she's willing oh, to. absolutely. Yeah. I can do that. Yeah. I, I like her perspective that people should be aware that there's a negative side to this, that uh, we should yeah. be careful of that also and protect ourselves from that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, she uh, she definitely has, you know, uh, experience, but... Also, a very lot of insight. You yeah. know, uh, she will definitely be talking about you know, you know, the good and bad, and also the more technical aspects of yes, uh, psychic them. Okay. Thanks, Noah. Thank you. Right. Thank you for taking the time. No, thank you very much. Yeah. Nice to meet uh, you, also. Yeah, it's been great. And um, yeah, thank you for having me. And uh, sorry if I blabble a bit sometimes. But, no, we do that all the time. Thank you. Thank you, Noah. Right. Bye. Thank you very much. Thank you, Noah, for sharing your experiences over there in Sweden. Growing up with a parent who is open to the paranormal changes the dynamics of a person's perspective growing up. For Filipinos who listened to this episode, didn't you find it amusing that some of their experiences with the forests are similar to the stories we've all heard growing up? You could say I'm still on a quest to see all the similarities between different cultures and traditions, not because I want to discount the beliefs we have here in the Philippines, but more of to connect the idea that encounters with the unknown is a universal experience. 
as I mentioned in the intro, to have a more complex picture of the conversation, you might want to read Noah's story about the half-island entity. Before listening to this episode, I've posted the link to the Reddit post in the show notes. Did any of Noah's stories remind you of a similar experience? You can email it to us at paranormalsph at gmail.com or if you want to share it yourself via chat, you can join our Discord server. Link to join our crazy and wacky server is in the show notes. You can explore and find where you want to share your personal stories there. If you want to be notified if we've put up a new episode, please subscribe either on YouTube, Facebook, or Spotify. We have new episodes every Tuesday, 7 p.m., and Thursdays, 1.37 p.m. on YouTube. A big thank you to our Paranormal Patreons and Kofi supporters, Sunny, Jay, Don, I Am Who I Am, and Enrico. Thanks a lot for the support. If you're curious as to what Patreon is and how to support us, you can check the link in the show notes. Also, thank you to our Kofi peeps, Terim and Ira. Thank you, thank you for your coffee. From time to time, I look at our metrics uh, just to see who is listening and from where. I don't know if uh, they were by accident or not, but if we have Kababayans over in Berlin, Danke. English ko na lang. Thank you for listening. <laughs> we would love to hear from you on Discord or on Facebook or on YouTube. Let us know. Please drop by and say hi. We'd love to hear what ghost stories you have over there in Berlin. The Paranormal Podcast is engineered and produced by F90 Productions. When you can, please leave us a review on your preferred delivery platform. It can be a like, a share, or subscribe. It really goes a long way to help our podcast grow. Thank you everyone for listening and uh, please stay safe. <laughs> okay, warning sa iba dyan, ha? Uh, theories about prehistoric contact with ETs. Uh, medyo, ano, nag-connect lang kasi nung yung idea sa akin a few months ago. After watching a Rick and Morty episode, matagal ko na napanood, and then na-realize uh, ko, uy, para may connection. Season 5, Episode 1, Mort Dinner Rick Andre, ang title. Anyway, sa episode na yun, si Morty kailangan niya mag-age na wine. So, pinor- nag-portal siya to a dimension where time runs quicker. And iniwan niya dun yung wine. Tapos babalikan niya yun a few minutes later. Pero in that dimension, technically nag-age niya na hundred or a thousand years. Parang ganun yung idea. Anyway, ayoko rin naman spoil sa inyo yung episode kung di niyo pa napapanood. Pero the idea is, every time bumabalik si Morty, sa dimension na yun, yung mga small actions niya, may naaksidente, mayroong siyang napatay or something, it had a monumental impact with the development, mythology, 
and culture of the civilization dun sa dimension na yun. What if, well, hindi lang culture, pati religion nung dimension na yun. Naisip ko lang, what if parang ganun rin nangyari sa atin? In a way? Parang early in the development of our species, may nakialam, <laughs> and nagka-genetic splicing siguro, tapos after the experiment, iniwan tayo. And then lahat ng mythology, religions, cultures, beliefs, is somewhat based on that short period in our history na meron tayong na-experience na kakaiba or may na-encounter na kakaiba. I think, again, mas mag-make sense if mapanood nyo yung episode. Although B-story plot yung, yung dimension skipping na yun, for me, mas tumatak yun thought na possible kaya na ganun yung impact sa atin nung early development ng mankind. Uh, sorry, <laughs> ano lang talaga. Napaisip lang ko nung naalala ko yung episode na yun. Panoorin nyo, baka mas mag-make sense sa inyo yung sinasabi ko. Which is also a lesson, kung isipin nyo, na yung actions mo, may impact rin yun sa iba't ibang tao na makakasalimuha mo, di ba? Kahit feeling mo walang impact, let's say, baka down the road, maalala nung batchmate mo na ikaw yung ng arbor ng baseball cap niya nung grade school kayo. Tapos, nitong matanda na kayo, may kailangan ka, wala na siyang kusang tulungan ka kasi naaalala niyo yung ginawa mo. Kahit for you, hindi siya ganun kabig deal, di ba? Kasi ayaw niya tumulong dahil kinikim-kim niya na para yung ginawa mo. Para may hugot eh, no? <laughs> Pero, something to think about lang. Um, na lahat ng cultural, religious, traditional practices natin ngayon could have been influenced by a very specific point in our unknown history. Okay, bow. Ingat. <laughs> 